welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Episode 197 of the Monday Morning Critic Podcast. I am Derek Thomas. Today's guest is actor Annie Rose Buckley. Annie is best known for her phenomenal work as Ginty in the 2013 Disney release Saving Mr. Banks. It is directed by John Lee Hancock. It stars Colin Farrell, Emma Thompson, Tom Hanks. One of the best movies I've seen in the last 10 years easily. Um, Annie's performance is out of this world, and you'll, you'll hear me say that about 10,000 times during the interview. Um, I was very excited when she agreed to come on the show because her performance, quite frankly, moved me more than most, and the opportunities to sit down and speak with her for a half hour meant the world to me. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, I cannot recommend this movie enough. Saving Mr. Banks, absolute must-see movie. Um, before I leave you, um, if you're looking to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook at Monday Morning Critic. Twitter is MDM Critic. Instagram is Monday Morning Critic. Before I leave you, I would like to, because you're going to hear me say it a lot during our interview, um, I'm going to leave you with Colin Farrell's words when he was asked about um, what it was like working with Annie. And I think he sums it up quite perfectly. You are listening to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Episode one ninety seven, actor Annie Rose Buckley. No, she was she was incredible. I mean, I don't know how many actors or actresses are just small female human beings that John Lee and and Alison may have met in Los Angeles, but I know they met many. And when they went over to Australia to research where uh, Travers Goffin and the family were from, uh, they saw a lot of young girls there as well. And I believe you went through. It was quite an ordeal to get her. Uh, legal papers to work wasn't it but it was worth every single phone call and every single bit of sweat because she was phenomenal and to work with her it was just really easy she was there with her twin brother Max and her parents were over and you know our section of the film was was such a uh, it was such a pleasure that they shot in chronology and they blocked it off so it was two weeks so very much did feel like a film in and of itself so for two weeks we went to a ranch about 350 acres about an hour and a half drive north of Los Angeles uh, scorched earth yellow grass bent over and they built a lovely wooden house on top of this bluff and it was just me and Ruth and the girls and six chickens and one horse and happy days man you know and, and that was it, it was, it was <laughs> Annie Rose Buckley is an actor who absolutely stars and shines in the movie Saving Mr. Banks. 
Annie, how are you today? Hi. <laughs> so, Annie, I have to say, so before your career, right, I'm trying to, like, just figure some things out here. So from your Instagram, it's clear in the States they call it field hockey. And before, the, you know, the virus, yeah. I know you are very, inv- I think they just call it hockey in Australia, right? Yeah, we just call it hockey. Yeah. So talk to me about your passion for that because it's clear that you love to play, you know, hockey. It's it's ingrained in you. Um, talk a little bit about how much you love it, how you came to love it, and anything you can add on top of that. Well, hockey's sort of been in my family, like, a very long time. My mom and pop were very high up in the sport. Um, so, yeah, I started playing when I was four <laughs> and played ever since. Um yeah, coached by, like, my mum and pop from a very young age. Um, and then I've been, like, fortunate to obviously play at sort of a high level. Um, yeah, so it's been fun. Do you, do you follow um, the ice hockey when it is playing in season, or do, is there any type of professional league that you follow being so passionate about hockey? Um, I don't follow ice hockey just because we don't really play – we don't follow that really in Australia. Right. Um. I follow field hockey, like the Hockey Roos and the Kookaburras, which are the Australian teams um, when they play in, like, the international competitions. But, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Really. Yeah, and it seems like it's they're very popular in, in the States. Field hockey is very popular in college. Um, it's very popular amongst athletes. Um, very difficult sport. Um, so I have to say, before, you know, we have the virus hit us, we had, you know, you had the Australian fires. Where does your hockey stand now? Is it just kind of on hold for now? Well, it's been on hold basically the whole year. We just started up last week. Oh, good. Um, which was good, yeah. Um, it was sort of actually nice. I liked actually having a break. I know it's bad because of, like, the virus and everything. But, um, yeah, I play both Saturday and Sunday with training throughout the week. So I actually liked having a break from it. But it was good to be back. Like, I was ready to go back. Yeah, and um, as an athlete, it's not only the sport, which you clearly love, it's also the friends, the coaching, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole ball of wax, as they say, right? It's everything that comes with it, and yeah. it must have been nice for you to see some friends and your teammates again. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Especially yep. training, like, you know, all the hockey banter, it's just good. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and, and and during the, you know, the downtime, you know, during the virus, and that's all, I'm sure you're the type of person where... That's all you're thinking about. You're thinking about, oh, you know, I, I want to get back out there. I, you know, I mean, I, obviously, we all know what the virus is and all that. That aside, I mean, as an athlete, you must be like, I really need to get out there again. And it, it must be kind of tough to sit out that long. Yeah, I just missed, like, like, even the whole just social aspect. Like, obviously, not being able to do hockey, I just kept running a lot, <laughs> like, just every day, which is, it's good, like, good to be exercising, but just so lonely. Yeah. Like, I just missed the whole friends in sport thing yeah and i'm glad it's coming back on track for you i know how you feel about that so are there any other passions before we get into your wonderful acting here um are there any other passions that you have um i'm quite creative so i like to do a lot of um art drawing love sketching um that's what i did in my final year of school um for like my major work i did like three major sketches actually about sport um, <laughs> wow! Yeah, so I like doing that. Yeah, and are you still are you still going after acting? Because I know this virus has absolutely you know shut everything down. Are you still pursuing acting? Is that something you're very still very much still involved in? Yeah, I really love acting. It's just I love it. <laughs> um, 
so I actually signed up to do courses um, since I have finished school for acting. Um, and I went to one week and I got cancelled because of corona. Mm. Um, but then I've been doing some more courses online for my acting, which has been good. Keeps me occupied. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And it's, it really does sound like your life is filled with a lot of things that, you know, your art, your, your hockey, your, you know, acting. Um, yes. so before we get into, like I said, to your acting career, cause I do have a lot to say, cause I, I, I'm really, I'm psyched about what I see from you. Um, as somebody who watches a lot of movies, I think you, you are just phenomenal at what you do. Um, so I wanted to ask you. you without Googling it. All right. I said, I'm going to ask her cause there was a song by a group called men at work. And, and I've heard a couple of these in your, in, maybe in an interview, of Vegemite. Is that something that could you explain what that is? Because those in the States, we, we hear it, right? But we don't know what it is. I mean, I could have took the easy way out and Googled it. And I probably sound like a fool right now to you, but I wanted you to tell me what Vegemite is. And do you like Vegemite? I love Vegemite. I <laughs> love it. The thing. Okay. So basically in Australia, I think everyone knows obviously how to have Vegemite, but then you take it to a, like the state and people put it on, like peanut butter so then people don't like it because it's such a strong taste but you just need to have the like butter and just a smear of Vegemite and it tastes amazing like I can't even describe it it's one of my favorite spreads I actually dressed up as a Vegemite jar for um a costume party um yeah which is great my nan made me a costume so it's great <laughs> so so is it I guess is it like a, a, a vegetable? Is it meat? I, I don't get what it is. Is it like peanut? Like what is it? I don't. It. I can't actually. It's made from yeast. Oh, okay, um, okay. And I think there's like vegetables in it. I'm not sure. Um, it's quite a salty taste. Oh, okay. All right. And very yeah. pop, very popular in Australia, right? Very, very, very popular. See, that's what I wish restaurants in the states would have. Like, I would, I would absolutely try that. Like, why more people don't make I mean, restaurant owners around here make that something they would go after? It sounds very appealing. And I heard an interview you did. Somebody asked you a question. You know, what did you love about being in the states? And you said you absolutely love. And I hope I have this right. Cheeseburgers, right? That's that's one of your things in the states that oh, you like. Love cheeseburgers. <laughs> So all this being aside, talking about Vegemite, all this other stuff, um, I wanted to talk about saving Mr. Banks. And is it your family must be so proud of you? And is it, you know, being around your friends, do you get do you have to tell this story a lot? You know, your experiences, um, what you know, is it a story you tell often to your friends, to people you just meet? Do you get asked about it a lot? I don't really like I don't bring it up that often. Oh, I don't think you bring it up. I think other other people, I think, would bring it up to you a lot. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when people do find out, they obviously a lot of questions are asked because it's a bit random. Not, it doesn't really happen often. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically they just ask, like, how did that even happen? Like, how'd you get in it? I'm like, oh, it was sort of a fluke, I guess. Mum and dad didn't want to take me to the audition. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's a, it was a Disney movie, so you're in Australia. We, Me and my family have, like, we've never been involved in that sort of atmosphere. Um they were like, we obviously got the audition and I'm and dad were like, you know, it's probably, you're not probably not going to get it. It's a very high chance. I don't know. I've always wanted to be in a Disney movie. <laughs> and then, then you go, get it. it was like, yeah. So you're basically just telling that story over and over, which is fine because it's exciting. Of course. Um, and obviously I love it. So, yeah. So you had to 
did you have to talk mom and dad into saying, hey, let's let's do this? Or were they kind of like, hey, you know what? Why don't you try it? Or was it kind of like you had to convince them that you could do this? Well, at the start, because they were like, we can take you to the audition, but like, let's be honest, it's probably not going to happen. And then, so obviously I went, I got a call back and, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. And then I ended up going back like six different times. And like when it came down to like the final, I don't know, final few girls I was actually away in a hockey championship <laughs> so which is in Newcastle which is about two hours away from Sydney um so I was playing hockey and then me and mum got in the car drove two hours to Sydney to do like one of my final auditions drive back to Newcastle play another game and drive back the next day that is uh, the fact that you're playing <laughs> hockey in all the middle. And, and I'm, for those listening, I know for a fact John Lee Hancock and those with him, they went to the ends of the earth to find the right Ginty. You know, they really wanted the right girl. And I know for a fact, just putting things together here, I know you beat over 300 Australian actors. And I'm going to guess if you add in the actors from around the world in the States, I'm going to guess, and it's an educated guess, I think you probably beat about 1,000 people out for this role, maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's gotta feel, that's gotta feel pretty good. I mean, you're not the kind of person that you know would gloat or you know, but that's just in putting it in perspective. You know, you are proving. I mean, you're beating the odds. I mean, think about the odds of you getting this, and not only getting it, and yeah. then taking the role and just being absolutely phenomenal in it, which we're going to get to in a second. The odds you beat doing it during hockey—that's a pretty amazing story, Annie. Thanks. I actually showed up to one of the last auditions with John Lee Hancock, who was in the room. I was like, I was messy. I was sweaty. I had, I got changed, obviously, but my face is still probably sweaty. My hair was disgusting. So that was really great thing to see. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I look at this movie, Saving Mr. Banks, and, you know, it was nominated for, I think it was Best Score, Thomas Newman, who did the music, which is absolutely phenomenal in the movie. It's, you know, and I think the scene drives a lot of your, the music drives a lot of the scenes that you're in with Colin Farrell. It's just very beautiful, Annie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Thomas. Yeah, and Thomas Newman, who did the music, was nominated for an Academy Award, and he is 0 for 15, and he's maybe our greatest living composer. That's like Tom Hanks never winning an Academy Award. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Completely. Yeah, and Emma Thompson was nominated for a Golden Globe. You know, And it's essentially, for those listening who haven't seen this movie, and shame on you if you haven't, it's essentially two stories, right? It's Ginty's story. And it's, you know, the modern story of P.L. Travers. Um, is this your very first, is this, I mean, I don't know if you've done commercials or anything before. Is this your very first acting job in general, Annie? Or is it, were you doing anything to get your name out there? Or is this the absolute first thing you've ever done? Well, I like did commercials with my twin brother um, when we were younger. Um, never really, like we've been in TV show, like Home and Away, which is a Australian TV series. Right. Um, but never like anything massive like this. Like, it was, yeah. That, yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, like, I, and I was telling people, it's essentially two stories. And, you know, your story was shot first, you know, the, the, role, the, the scenes that you're in. And then they brought in um, Emma Thompson for her for her role and her scenes. Um, I do give credit for Zizzy for not backing away from issues like, you know, depression, alcoholism, suicide. Um, but before I get to that, uh, your rapport with Colin Farrell, right? He gave you a few mementos from the set, including a very cool ring. Am I right with that? Yes, he did. Um, and, and a book. And, you know, I have to say, you know, it seems like, 
he genuinely, when I look at interviews, Annie, he genuinely loves you as a person, but more so, he really thought you were phenomenal in this role as Ginty. He was one of the nicest people I think I've ever met. Um, obviously, I was like, it's really scary going into that sort of like world, and he was just there every step of the way. Even at the premiere, like, he arrived before me, and he came back and walked me along the red carpet. He was amazing. So he was kind of like, you know, he, he kind of played the role in the movie on the red carpet, right? He was always looking out for you. He's kind, he was kind of like your dad in that regard. You know, he's, he was yes. always looking very protective, good man. Um, and, and I got to say, I'm gonna, it's, it was one interview, Annie, after the next, where people would ask him a question about the movie, and he'd always bring up your name. And that's amazing. Yeah. That, that's a legendary actor who's saying this, this girl clearly has a future, and she's phenomenal in the movie. So that had to mean the world to you. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so there's a scene where you guys are filming, you know, you guys are on a horse without the saddle. And <laughs> I'm guessing you guys had a wonderful rapport. But jokingly, doesn't your mom threaten him and say, you know what, she better not get hurt. I hope I have that right. Yes. No, um, because um, obviously I'm like he he's hold, he's holding onto the horse and I'm holding onto Colin. So if Colin goes, I'm going to go. And there was like an, obviously an ambulance on set. But mom's like, no, like. If, she, if something happened to her, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the fact that this is your first major movie at 12 is unbelievable to me because I'm going to tell you now, I and mean, people can talk about Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks and Colin Farrell, who are all amazing. But I'm going to, t- I'm going to be very honest with you, Annie, as somebody who loves movies, the movie does not work without you and your performance. And it's just, it drives the narrative. I mean, you have to be proud of yourself with that, right? You have to look back at that and say, you know, I really did well. It's like looking back at a hockey game in which you really – you know, your, your team won, but you helped others succeed. I really feel like that's what you did here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And you are, de- let me tell you this, you are definitely born to act. Cause I always feel like some people get into acting and they just want to do it for all the wrong reasons. They see the celebrities, they see the awards. But when I see you, I see somebody that was definitely born to act somebody that really had, that was born to do this. You know, um, there's never a time where I look at Ginty's relationship with, with Travis Goff in the movie. And I never not believe that you two are not father and daughter, which is amazing, you know, um, but your character had to do a lot of things. And then this is kind of what I've been dying to ask you, right? She has to save her mother from suicide. We mentioned this earlier, what Disney did, um, her dad's job. She, you know, her dad from alcoholism, she has to be there for her sister. She has to watch her dad pass away. Annie, again, I- I've seen a lot of movies, but the fact that you did all of this at the age of 12 and made it so believable, to me, it's just amazing that you did this. And how do you do it? Like, were there times where people are working with you off camera? Because clearly we know we talked about how you have the ability to do this. But how do you do it? You do it so convincingly. And like I said, somebody who's meant to do that does those things. But how hard was it to do all those things? And that's just a fraction of what your character does. How difficult was that for you? Well, obviously, like, I was a young kid. I just, I sort of, my mom asked me sort of, like, the same question. So, basically... I just pretend, like, a little bit acting. Um, so as a kid, I wasn't really focused on all, like, the... Obviously, it's a very... They're very major issues. Um, but it didn't really phase me. Like, I just was like, okay, John Lee told me what to do, and I just would act. That was, yeah. And there's never... Was there a particular scene that you struggled with in any way? Because you make them all look very convincing. And, and again, I'm not saying it's because we're speaking... 
in my heart, I know you drive this movie. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. And, you know, was there a scene for you that was a little tougher than the rest of them? Or were they all kind of like, you know what? John told me to do this, and I'm or, and I'm going to use my abilities to, as best I can and just go with it. I don't even know how to describe it. I just, yeah, it was just acting. <laughs> You know, I wonder how if some of your confidence comes from hockey, right? Because you have to be confident to be a really good athlete like you are, right? So you have to have that confidence. Do you find that hockey helps you in any way when it comes to acting? Not really. I think I'm actually more confident acting than I'm compared to hockey. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. You know, and you mentioned your yeah. art, your art background must play a part of your of your acting as well. Yeah, I think just that creative side. Just being very like artistic and everything. And even my brother's very focused on the arts and being creative. Now, your your twin brother, who I think has been mentioned a couple times, um, you mentioned him, and I, and I thought I saw him a couple times. Research. His name is Max, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is is does Max? What did Max have to say about your performance? Was he? I know sometimes brothers and sisters have this relationship where you know they're very competitive. Um, how was he when it came to your performance? Was he very happy for you? Oh, he was very happy. He loved it, I think, as much as I did. He loved just, you know, going on set, having, like, the crafty, which is, like, the food. (laughs) He's funny. He's very happy for, like, anyone's success, really. Oh, grounded, good person, sounds like. And, you know, um, what I love about Ginty is that she loves her dad no matter what his flaws are, right? And and that is just such a refreshing, yeah. you know. And um, is there anything, when you go into a place like that, I know you were only 12 at the time. Many actors couldn't do what you did at, you know, 45, never mind 12. So I, I'm wondering, it has to come from a place. I just, it's just so amazing to watch you shine scene after scene. And, you know, I know we mentioned, you know, Emma Thompson was nominated, but like her character, her part doesn't work without your part. And I don't know. I just feel like when you saw the final product, were you, were you impressed with yourself? And I know you're not a bragger. I know you're not somebody who is, you know, bangs their chest (laughs) and says, you know, yeah, that's me kicking butt again. But like, there has to be a part of you that's like, yeah, you know, I'm really proud of this. Oh yeah, obviously I was, I was very proud of like the finished product. It's, just, it's really odd seeing yourself on the screen, but yeah, it was quite exciting. I think it's yeah. I've grown up in a family where um, everyone supports each other. Um, very happy household, um, which obviously would make it easier to show that like affection between a daughter and her dad. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I guess that sort of, no, that is, yeah, that's well said. Realistic. So it's kind of like, I mean, not the alcoholism or any of that stuff, but just the relationship between a daughter and her dad, right? That, yeah. are, are you ever picturing the way, you, you know, your own father, like I said, not those negative habits that, you know, Colin Farrell had, <laughs> but like, but yeah. like, like, the love and the admiration and you know the, the genuine fondness that a daughter has for her father that that had to come from a bit of like you said your own life right yeah definitely i agree and when the whole when, when it's when it's complete because i'm curious to know we talked about this earlier in the interview when you were talking about um you know you know your parents your mom was like you sure you want to do this you know it's disney when it's all said and done what is what, what, what do mom and dad say to you yeah well i couldn't have done really anything without them they're the ones who got me to the audition um took me over to america like my dad was with me the whole time supporting me the whole time and obviously at the very end when it was all done they were just amazing um yeah and now they're supporting me further because they know i want to do it as a career 
Now, where are you? Are you are you in college? Are you just doing a lot of things on? You know, I know you mentioned hockey and you know online classes. Are you enrolled to fit, because the virus has really just played havoc with everything? But where are you now? How are you? You know, you mentioned some of the things that you're doing. Um, because I, when I see when we talked about your abilities, they're clearly there. Like that's you can't teach what you have. So, are, are you gonna? Do you think when the, the virus passes, you'll? go to a school for acting officially? How, how is that going to enroll for you? What, what are your plans? Well, I'll probably still continue doing my, like, courses um, online. Um, I'm sort of... Uh, there was a news article the other day saying a lot of American production companies are moving to Australia, which I was sort of hoping will be helpful for me. <laughs> right. Um, in just getting roles, hopefully. Um, yeah, so... Sort of just seeing what happens in the next few, you know, years. Just building up my skills, working on like accents, um, and hoping for the best, really. You know, and that's funny that you mentioned that because I saw an article where I it was, Australia was offering, I want to say, a large amount of money for people to come in and film, and that would work out really great for you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but so before I let you go, um, is there a show, a movie, an actor that you are kind of that you watch, right? So say when you're not at hockey, when you're not doing your art, when you're not doing, you know, whatever you're doing, um, is there um, a movie or an actor you're fond of or, you know, you like watching and kind of learning from and analyzing? Every, this is, that's funny you bring that up. Um, I find myself, every time I watch a movie, I'm just like watching the actors. I'm just like, wow, they're just incredible. Like, I don't know how they do that. Particular, um, Emma Stone. I could watch her all day. She's incredible. She's a phenomenal actor, and she she can do anything, comedy, drama, action. You put her anywhere, and she can do it. It's funny that you would mention her. I think that's an that's, interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, exactly. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. I love her. I can't watch this movie without... Uh, and, 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 she, and, and you made me do this without getting upset, right? I cry a lot, I, 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 <laughs> and I blame you for that because you're so damn good in this movie. But, like, is there... Do you get do you get that reaction a lot? I mean, I I know a lot of people that love this movie, and nobody can sit through it without getting emotional because it's just such a moving story, right? Everyone thinks about their dad, everyone thinks about you know their family, and you know what you've done as an actor. You know, like I said, all the parts you mentioned earlier, that all the thing that Ginty does, like people say, you know, Ellie is the one that comes in to save the family. I totally disagree. It's Ginty that's trying to save the family, and she always has been at 12 years old. When people get emotional, what's that feel like? Because of your work, because of what you've done, that's that's a huge compliment too, I, I believe, Annie. I think, obviously, it's quite an emotional movie, and people did get very emotional, particularly at the end. Um, I think, actually, it might sound bad, but I just like making people, I don't know, it feels good when you make them feel that emotion, feel something you're like, oh, I did that, like, in a good way. Um, I think that's what I like about acting and performing, just the ability to make people, I don't know, just react you know, in a particular way. You know what? It's so interesting that you say that because my next question to you is, it's a, it was a quote that, you know, when Tom Hanks goes to London and he's talking to P.L. Travers, he says, you know, that's what we storytellers do. We restore order with imagination. We restore hope again and again. It's exactly what you're saying, right? That's what you're a storyteller. That's yeah. what you're doing. That's it's so interesting that you say that because that if you don't feel that way, what you just told me, if somebody doesn't feel that way as an actor, that I feel like they're lost in a way. Yeah, I think that's the whole point of like 
um, acting. You're trying to make the audience feel something. They want, like, they need to enjoy what they're watching. Yeah, I, I have to say it is such it's such an amazing movie. So I have to say, in Australia, how was it received? Was it almost too much to to process at twelve and thirteen and fourteen years old? What, what was it like for you? Was it was it difficult or was it were you just holding your head high the entire time? That's fine. I just sort of carried on with my life as normal, and yeah, obviously some people would um, say say stuff about it, and I yeah just. Positive, like talk about it positively, um, but yeah, just take it on. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm really dying to see what the future holds for you. You know, when the virus clears and, and, and when everything passes, because I believe you really have, you, you really were meant to do this. And it's not, I can't say that about everybody, but you know, it, it, and this is my last question: to you, is there is there a type of movie you would love to do, like something you've seen recently that you said, you know what, I would have loved to have done that? Is there a, a particular movie, or or are you just, you know what? Give me a job, you know. Give me something that I'm, you know, that, that the script works with, and, I, and I'm in. I mean, yeah. If, if people were going to offer me a job, I'd take it. Um, but I did really like um, Little Women. That movie just that just came out. Oh, good. Call. I thought that that was a really really good movie being in saving mr banks i am stunned that like you weren't in ten thousand things after that because you're such a gifted actor but it's tough because you're living your life you're doing things that a normal kid would do because we hear these stories annie about you know in the states about actors and you know they lose their childhood right because they're they're pressured by their parents and they're you know everything goes wrong your story's the opposite of that. You did great in what you did, but you're still living your life. Your your parents are phenomenal yeah. people. You you have a wonderful family. Your story's almost the opposite of that. You lived a normal life, and you were great at what you do. You had the best of both worlds, and not many actor, child actors can say that. Yeah, I'm very fortunate of how it sort of turned out. Annie, before I let you go, um, is there a way people can follow you? Is there anything you wanted to throw out there? You know, an Instagram, a Facebook, anything that people can follow you? And um, Just my, mainly my Instagram account, which is like Annie underscore Rose underscore Buckley. Um, that's my main social media outlet. Annie, I got to tell you, thank you so much for giving me a half hour of your time today. I am such a fan of your work, and I, and I know the future is going to be very bright, and I'm excited to see what you bring to the screen. Thank you. I really enjoyed it.